Welcome back to Getting Rich the Hard Way. This is your host, Skylar. Um, so today I'm going to gonna I'm gonna give you guys some uh, unconventional wisdom here. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go out on a limb here and I'm gonna say something pretty crazy. And obviously you already know what it is because you saw the title. <laughs> um, I do not do not think it is a good idea for most people to have an emergency savings account. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to let that sink in for a little bit. Do not, it is not a good idea to have your money, you know, three to six months of cash sitting in a bank account. Now I'm going to spend, now that I've said that and got people interested, I kind of hooked everybody a little bit. Why would I say something like that? Isn't it dangerous, Skylar? Shouldn't we have money on hand for emergencies? You know, what happens if I fall off my bike? What happens if my car breaks down? Good questions. So here's what I'm gonna say. So as you guys may or may not know, depending on how many of my uh, podcasts or blogs you've listened to or read, if you have a bank account with a traditional bank, such as Bank of America, US Bank, Key Bank, something like that, your money is being just absolutely destroyed because of inflation. Absolutely destroyed. You are losing a lot of buying power. And this happens slowly over time due to inflation. You never see it, you never fill it. Sometimes eggs in the, in the grocery store go up a couple pennies, gas goes up a couple pennies. Uh, you know, your, your mechanics who work on your car, they get a pay raise of, you know, 47 cents an hour and half of that gets, you know, added to your bill. So you don't see it over time, but you are losing money due to inflation. Now, if you're more fortunate to have a credit union, um, you know, local credit union for you, whatever, you know, wherever, you know, you're at in your area, a local credit union, um, or if you deal with one of these online banks, um, such as, um, gosh, I can't think of any right now, but you know, Ally Bank, you know, there, there's a, there's a couple online banks where they don't actually have any physical branch locations. If you're dealing with one of these institutions, you're probably getting a better rate of return. You know, maybe at this point in time, because, uh, of the fed pumping so much money into the economy, interest rates have just absolutely been stomped on. Um, you're looking at, if you're lucky 1%. And if you are one of the lucky one percenters in your bank account, you are still losing a crud ton of money due to the, uh, to the, the, the slow and lethal effects of inflation. So is it a good idea to leave your money in there and lose money slowly, but surely over time? I'm not so sure anymore. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of going against the conventional banking wisdom here. Um, and here's what I think. Let's say if you have a thousand dollars or or a five hundred dollars or whatever it is. Let's just say you you know you've listened to this podcast and you're like you know what Skyler, I've decided uh, I, I'm going to start saving some money and I'm not going to put it in a bank account. What should I do? Well, do you have a credit card? And if you're like most Americans, like 9.5 out of 10, you have some type of credit card. And like 9.5% of Americans, you probably owe some money on that credit card. So if that is the case, take that 
$1,000 that you're about to save and pay down your credit card. Now, what does that do? It does a couple things. It stops you from putting it in your bank account and losing money. It also guarantees that whatever your interest rate you're paying on your credit card month to month, they charge you simple interest and you're being charged as, a, 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 you know, charge a certain percentage, probably 15% or more. So, I mean, I have my Capital One card, I think is like 27 or 24%. But here's the trick. I never pay them interest because I never carry a balance. But if you are carrying a balance, you are being charged an outrageous amount of money per month. So when you take that extra 20 bucks, 100 bucks, 1000 bucks and pay down or pay off your credit card, you are no longer being charged that interest. So right there, you are saving money. You're saving a lot of money. You're you're in essence you're almost making money because that's money you now don't have to spend you, you know you don't have to pay interest in. So I mean, you're doing a couple good things. You're not losing your money to inflation. And you're actually gaining money by paying off that interest-bearing loan. But, but Skylar, but but that doesn't help me. What if my car breaks down and I still I still need money to fix it? Yep, use your credit card to pay for the car. Use your credit card to pay for, um, what, you know, whatever is going a trip to the hospital or whatever. You know, obviously you want to make sure you have enough uh, credit on that card to do that. You know, um, so it'd be good to have a line of credit or a credit card. Now, these are two separate things. A line of credit and a credit card, both are credit extended to you via a bank or a credit union, and they act as cash. And you only pay interest on them when you've used the money. Um, so that's very, very important. And I would suggest if you do not have a credit card or a line of credit, if you have a job and decent credit, go apply for one. And if you are concerned, yeah, and credit is a big part of that. You know, you don't want to go try and apply for a bunch of cards or line of credits if your if your credit's all messed up. So scroll through my um, my podcast here, and uh, you'll see that there there's probably a couple things I've talked about credit. So that'll kind of help point you in the right direction. But for right now, yes, your credit card is going to be your emergency fund, and is that risky? Not really, because think about it. Um, if you use your credit card, that gives you about, you know, depending on where you're at in your billing cycle, you know, could be 15 to, to 30 days before you actually get charged any interest on that money. So 15 to 30 days gives you enough time. It gives you a little bit of time to figure out where to, how to pay your card back. You know, and, and you don't necessarily have to. Yeah, if it takes you another month, you're gonna eat some interest. Sure, that sucks. I would definitely recommend not doing that if at all possible. But if you have to wait until you get your next paycheck and there's nothing else you can do, or while you're getting on unemployment, or while you're waiting to get disability, or whatever, you know, you can carry the balance there. But if you if there's any possible way to not pay interest on that emergency, I would recommend that. Um, so I mean, there's a couple things you can do. You know, if you have any money in the stock market, you know, if you're listening to, you know, listen to me right now, you're probably one of those people who's put some money in the stock market. Yes, selling your stocks and taking a loss or having to pay taxes is not ideal. But I believe the amount of money you would pay in taxes would be less than the amount of interest you would have to pay over time trying to pay off their credit card. So again, you know, this is why personal finance is personal. 
You know, if you don't feel comfortable with doing this strategy and you just want money to languish away and lose buying power in a bank account, then, you know, if that's what you're comfortable with, then, then, then that's fine. But there's always, almost always a better way to do something. Um, and, and, and then the amazing thing is, is once you have the card paid off, you know, anytime you get any more money, you know, you can pay down another debt or you can start putting money in the stock market. And the stock market, I mean, it, it's, you know, again, that's a whole nother thing. I have podcasts and blogs about that too. You got to be careful, but I would recommend a low cost index fund such as IVV or VOO. And again, I'm not a broker. I'm not a CPA. I'm not an attorney. I'm none of these things. I'm just a guy with a microphone. So speak to something like a professional licensed professional. I'm not a fiduciary either. You know, I own stocks. I own both of those stocks. So, I mean, maybe I would get some benefit if you put $25 on them. <laughs> Unlikely. But anyways, you know, go, go find an index that mirrors the S&P 500. That's what you want to do. And your money will grow over time. You know, there, there could be a couple years where it goes down and you're thinking, Skyler, you jerk. I just lost a couple thousand dollars because I listened to you. Yep, that'll happen. It's happened to me but you continue to wait and over time it will go back up and you will make money. You just have to be patient. Do not put any money in the stock market. You cannot afford to lose within the next five years. So please take that advice to heart. But when it comes to emergency funds, you know, you can use a credit card, you can use stock investments, you can sell those. And I'm going to give you a little tip. If you put all of your money in an IRA, a Roth IRA, actually, let me specify a Roth IRA, my understanding, and again, talk to a CPA, is you can pull out any of the money you've contributed tax-free and penalty-free, but none of the gains. So let's say you put $5,000 in there and you've made $1,000, you have $6,000 in there. You can pull out $5,000 without any penalties or fees, but you can't pull out that $1,000 because that's gains and you'll be taxed and penalized to heck. Um, so don't do that. But uh, that's a way to take that money without being taxed on it to pay off your credit card if you need to use that for an emergency. So, and then worst case scenario, you guys, you gotta know at least one person in the world, a family member, a friend, a coworker, somebody that trusts you enough to loan you a couple thousand dollars or whatever to help you pay off, you know, you know, to pay, you know, and this is if you're really in a pinch, you know what I mean? If you're really in a bad way and you've maxed out your credit cards and everything like that, you know, ask, you know, ask people if they'll help you out, you know, and, and make those minimum payments on your credit cards, carry the interest, get better, whatever's going on with you, get out of the hospital, get back to work, and then start paying off the card and paying off the people that, that have helped you out. But that's kind of my suggestion, you guys, emergency funds. I know Dave Ramsey and Susan Orman will probably curse my name someday. But an emergency fund isn't really the best strategy. You know, if you're having trouble saving money, stop it. Just save the money and, and pay down a credit card, pay down debts. That's, that's always the first thing. When you're saving money, I promise you cannot save or invest enough money to, to make it worth it to not pay off your credit card. In some, in some people's cases, depending on how bad your credit, are, uh, credit is and you went to go get a car loan, your car loan might be 15% or more. Um, I remember my first car loan when I was 18 and I got a little sporty car um, and I didn't have any credit and I was stupid. They gave me a predatory loan for 33% interest. So if anybody's paying 15% or more on interest on your car, pay that down. There's no point in investing other, other, than, the, other than the fact that yes, I mean, it is 
smarter to pay down the, the higher interest loan, but you can't ever get that money back. Like in a credit card, when you pay a credit card down, you can use that capital again. You can use that credit again. Same thing with a stock market. You're, you're just holding your money there until you need it for an emergency. Um, so that's a really tough decision that you have to make since it's personal finance. Do you feel more comfortable having your money in the stock market potentially making you money um, that you can then sell and use to cover an emergency if you don't want to use your credit card or if you've used your credit card and then use the stock profits to cover your credit card? Or is it just simpler for you to have the credit card and then be paying off your paying off your car? I mean, that's either way you go, I see the merits of both. Paying down high interest debt is good because it's a guaranteed win. I have a friend of mine whose car loan was 15% and I told him the same thing Warren Buffett has said. If I could find an investment returning guaranteed 15% on my money, I would do it, but I can't, so I don't. So I told him, I said, listen, man, I know you're really interested in the stock market, but you need to pay off that car. And, and the only reason why I said that to him is because he has money. He has money to do that. He could pay it off in cash. He has money saved. He has no problem with that stuff. But he wanted to play in the stock market. And I said, look, dude, you're not going to get 15% in the stock market guaranteed like you would if you just pay down your car. So anyways, he is making extra payments to his car now. Um, so that was Get Rich the Hard Way. This is your host, Skylar. Thank you guys so much for listening to kind of my little soapbox rant here about emergency funds and why they are no longer necessary for most people. Um, if you guys appreciate the content, feel free to um, go to the show notes and contribute. Anything helps. Really, really appreciate to keep the show um, you know, going and growing. Um, if you guys want to share this with people, the more people that you know listen to this, the more people that go to my blog, um, getrichthehardway.com. Um, I also am a contributor on Medium medium.com so you can just type in get rich the hard way you can find a bunch of my stuff there um feel free yeah just you know support me you guys any anything helps you know if you're listening if you're reading if you're buying some of my swag on teespring uh you know all that stuff helps so thank you guys so much and i will talk to you later